Hello naked peeps, and you are listening to another episode of The Naked Nerd. I'm the Naked Nerd himself. How are you doing everyone? Uh, A big shout out to those of you who are just listening for the first time. And a big shout out to those of you who continue to listen. By listening to the show, you are considered to be a naked peep. Or naked person. If you're not, then you're just very nerdy. Or a combination of the two. But either way, thank you for listening. So, what has been happening? So, um, if you're listening to to the show, Christmas has just passed. Uh, So, a wonderful Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, I hope that uh, Christmas has been awesome for you guys. If not, uh, I hope that uh, the new year brings in lots and lots of good times. Good tidings. Um, as for me, my Christmas has been okay, good, um, slightly, uh, recovering from, uh, the smoke that has been brought from the fires over the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm doing much better than I was the last episode. Uh, the antibiotics have really made me feel a lot better. Um, I've also been feeling, uh, very energetic, uh, as I will be heading off to Canberra tomorrow to the ACT Nudist Club. Um, I'm hoping to have a wonderful stay there. Um, I'm going to be there for at least eight or nine days. Um, hopefully well rested and everything. Um, it's actually been a while since I've been there. Well, actually, uh, I was there three weeks ago for my friend's birthday. Um, but this time around, I'm going to be staying there for... Uh, about a week, a week to ten days, uh, just so I can get me some proper nudist time. So basically, my goal is to uh, see if I uh, can avoid not wearing clothes for as long as possible. Um, now, this does not include uh, shoes, socks, or hats, because you definitely need one of those. Oh, you need those, particularly in this summer heat. Uh, for those of you who are listening internationally, so Australia is in summertime at the moment. We are experiencing the season of summer, uh, which has been quite hot. Um, and particularly here in New South Wales, for those of you playing along, uh, we've been experiencing a number of different fires. Now, the fires have gone down from 97 to about 78. Um now there's still fires going on, but uh, they uh, they are trying to be controlled as much as possible. Um, I have to say that I need to give a massive shout out to all those volunteers uh, from the uh, RFS or the uh, the fire service. Um, all those volunteers who have been working tirelessly uh, to make sure that. Um, that these fires don't continue to spread. Unfortunately, these volunteers have had to give up their Christmas. Um, so, uh, people like myself can be able to not only, uh, feel safe, but also to protect those who may be close to the fire zone. Now, I will say that it's been an interesting time this this week, um, but let's just start off by talking about 
what's been happening. So, um, on the political side of things, uh, so Scott Morrison returned from Hawaii, um, and he actually made a bit of a speech. Uh, he apologised if actually for uh, offending anyone because uh, he took the holiday to Hawaii. Now, what has been, uh, well, let me rephrase, what has actually been coming into question about his actual motives, not just only for his speech, but his actual actions in going to Hawaii, um, it's just been the timing. Now, we all need to take a holiday now and then, um, but for a leader, for a government leader, and I've probably said this in the last pod, uh, podcast episode, um, for a government leader, uh, particularly to take a holiday in the midst of, uh, and well, it is a national crisis at the moment because these fires have also spread to South Australia and parts of Queensland. Um, in the midst of things, uh, it's probably the last thing he should have done. And watching this particular speech and listening to what he had to say, now, it just sounds very rehearsed. It just sounded way too scripted. It didn't feel like it was coming from a genuine place. And for the most part, he basically said what we wanted to hear, but it just didn't feel like it came from a very uh, empathetic or honest place. And also, the rest of his speech was just, it just didn't feel like he got why. It, uh, it just didn't seem right to, actually, for him to take a holiday, uh, particularly in the fires. Now, you can all have your old, your different opinions of Scott, Mor- Scott Morrison um, as much as you want, but in saying what he has to say in his apology, it just felt like he made it all about him and not about the people that have been affected. Now, uh, people have been saying that, what, just because Scott Morrison has come back, now you expect the fires to have disappeared. And that's not the point at all. The point of it all was that he should have at least been uh, there in, um, so here in Australia, to at least uh, show some leadership. Now, whether that leadership is through... Uh, uh, come off grants or uh, funding, which the fire service desperately needs, uh, due to the state government's uh, cut of services. Um, however, it's neither here nor there. But I will say that his particular actions has um, basically uh, left us with a bad taste in our mouths. Um, now, there's people who have actively defended him, saying that uh, he shouldn't have to apologise for taking a holiday. Uh, we shouldn't expect him to uh, be in the firing line because he's not trained. Again, that's not the point. Um, what I will say is that other people, particularly people like Tony Abbott, who I don't really have much positive uh, things to say, has actually uh, done uh, some volunteering work in the fires. Now, probably mentioned this already, but anywho. Um, even uh, the opposition leader, Anthony Albanese, has actually 
put his two cents and actually actively engage with the people. Now, in saying this though, I would say that uh, the RFS, getting back to what I was trying to say, so the Royal uh, Fire Service, uh, the volunteers, have actually done really uh, intense work, particularly of how aggressive these fires have been. And so my, uh, I would say, my my thanks, yes, my thanks, my thanks to these particular people who have actually given up their time to make sure that these fires are controlled. Um, to those of you who have been affected, um, I really hope that you find, uh, find hope and are able to at least... Uh, return home, or if your home has been destroyed, uh, be able to find a new way of living, because particularly with these fires, they have actually decimated towns, they've, they've completely destroyed uh, villages, um, homes have been lost, and um, I'm going to try and do my bit as much as I can, even if it's through uh, donating clothes that I don't need, if, if it's if it's something like that that I can do, I will try and do it. Um, but moving on. So, I'd like to talk about Christmas. So, Christmas, the tradition of Christmas. So, um, not everyone celebrates Christmas. And that's okay because uh, we would all be very bland if the world was the same. So, Christmas is that time of year where we all get together and celebrate Santa Claus coming down the chimney. Um, no, that's not entirely right. So, let's go through the history of Christmas. So, for those of you who are unaware of, of how Christmas actually began, so, Christmas in itself um, is a time in the church calendar to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Now, for those of you who do not actually know, uh, Jesus himself wasn't actually born on the 25th of December. Um, he would have been born closer to September because of the calendar. However, because it was, uh, because there was negotiations, um, particularly with other pagan rituals, um, there was this negotiation to actually make this particular celebration uh, in December, even though technically Jesus would have been born in September, October. And interestingly enough, um, it's something that it is something that I find particularly interesting. Um, it's something that I've lo uh, known for a while, but it's something that. I continue to, that I continue to try and uh, spread, because uh, particularly as we have extremists uh, who, uh, who believe in the Bible very literally, or believe in uh, certain things very literally, there needs to be understanding of the historical aspects of Christmas. Now, when it comes to Christmas tradition though, um, each each family is different. Now, my family, we don't just celebrate Christmas, we celebrate Christmas Eve. So, we have two dinners. One on Christmas Eve, where we have turkey and all the trimmings. But we also celebrate Christmas Christmas, Christmas Day um, with 
turkey as well. Um, so that's two turkeys, everyone. Two turkeys. A lot, a, a lot of gifts and a lot of turkey. Now, I'd like to take you back to my very first Christmas that I actually remember well. Um, so, I'm, we're going to go back in time to 1991, um, actually, yes, back in 1991, 1991, so, this is a decade of, or the beginning of the decade of, lots and lots of trends, now, the 90s themselves, uh, also brought to me things like the bowl cut, and also, my love of Christmas and all these different things happening. Now, uh, back in the 90s, uh, my parents would uh, send myself and my sister um, off to Christmas uh, Eve dinner with my auntie and the rest of our relatives. And we would all go together as one family. Now, it's something that um, I myself... Uh, continue to uh, try and remember because it's one of those things that you never forget. Um, family being together, everyone being together, just my cousins, my all my aunties and uncles, my grandparents. My grandparents were only there for a, uh, for over a year because uh, they wanted to uh, see how our part, of, sorry, uh, how my the rest of my mum's side of the family were doing, um, and it was a lovely time, and it's probably the only time I remember Christmas being that t- together, um, or at least uh, so festive because we were one big happy family. Um, now we would all have um, Christmas turkey, which my auntie would prepare for hours and hours with the right uh, spices, with the right um, amounts of garlic and apple and... um, Yeah, I know what you're thinking, why would you put apple in a turkey? But that was for the stuffing. But all these different ingredients in the turkey, there was also lots and lots of salads, lots and lots of uh, uh, different types of salads, you would also have rice, but we also have uh, different types of meats as well. Because we, um, my family are basically Latino, so we have everything. So, if you've seen the Big Fat Greek Wedding, imagine that, but just more eating and just more meat. Um, and it was quite a lovely tradition. Um, it was probably the only time that we were really all together at once. Um... I mean, we'd had similar Christmases uh, for uh, for about, I'd say, eight to ten years, but that was the first Christmas that I really remember well because I remember uh, everyone just dancing and just being together in one place. Um, and unfortunately, that tradition has slightly changed because uh, with families. Uh, going their own separate ways, which happens from time to time. Um, we don't get to spend it together as much as we like. Um, but I will say that I happily enjoyed 
my Christmases as, as a kid. Um, one tradition that uh, I do with my nephews, um, particularly at Christmas, Christmas Eve, um, we try and get to them outside to believe that Santa uh, basically went past our house. Now, my family did this with me and my sister when, when we were kids. Um, and um, I remember so well that I had this love of just everything Christmassy. Um, and that's something that I want my nephews to have uh, for many, many years. I don't want that innocence to basically stop. Um, but in terms of family traditions, uh, we always, had, well, we also had the Christmas crackers and the Christmas crackers themselves. Oh man, the jokes, the jokes. Um, I still remember all the Christmas jokes, all the Christmas jokes and those crackers and the toys that would come with them, like the tiny whistle this year in my particular Christmas cracker. I got a measuring tape, which speaks volumes of what I don't need in my life. Why would I need a measuring tape? Um, unless it's Mary Poppins measuring tape that, that says practically perfect in, in every way. But uh, let's not speak about Mary Poppins because we can talk about this all day. Um, but Christmas in itself has always stood uh, the test of time for me. It's something that... I hope that people are able to do, even if they're not necessarily Christian themselves, having that moment together with family, because families are important. Families are massively important, particularly if you feel really alone. Um, I do feel that, particularly now in this day and age where Christmas has become more about presents, it should be about family. Um, it should be more about family than anything else. I believe that we tend to lose focus of of how we deal with Christmas. Um, but anyway, um, that was my Christmas rant, brought to you by The Naked Nerd. Um, but before I do go, I actually do want to share with you one Christmas cracker joke that I did receive this year. So, what do you get if you cross a fish and two elephants. So I repeat, what do you get if you cross a fish and two elephants? You get swimming trunks. Ah, uh, how horrible, how horrible is that joke? Ah, uh, oh well. Anywho, um, I've hoped that you all had a lovely Christmas. Um, I am pretty glad uh, this Christmas has happened because a lot of things have, have happened this year, which I will be reflecting on in my next podcast episode. Um, I actually managed to go to the Boxing Day, the, the Boxing Day sales. I, I have a problem with words, everyone. Um, I went to the Boxing Day sales this morning and I managed to grab quite a lot of stuff uh, for me and it was the stuff that I wanted. Now, I hope that you're all safe, um, because it is getting closer to the end of the year, particularly those of you in New South Wales, just a reminder that there's double demerit points, so, 
uh, take it easy on the roads, uh, do not speed, and do not, I repeat, do not use your mobile whilst driving. Uh, there have been some new cameras installed that actually detect if you're using your mobile phone. So please be aware of that. Also, uh, particularly for those of you in Australia, make sure that you keep yourself hydrated in the summer because the heat is supposed to get really intense, particularly over the next couple of weeks. Um, and most importantly, Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope that you have or have had a wonderful Christmas. I hope that 2020 brings in new tidings. I will be doing a reflection podcast of 2019 uh, later on, but I'll be doing this live from the ACT Nudist Club. So until until next episode, everyone, remember to live nude and be yourself. And this has been The Naked Nerd, signing off.